Hey now, happy, happy vibes, my friends. Welcome back to my podcast, Vibes by Alicia, where I believe in spreading killer vibes that light you up and give you that kick in the ass to craft the life you wish to live. This sacred space is dedicated to the lovers of all things business, travel, and lifestyle. Hey, it's about time you get the scoop on the latest vibes. So let's get to it. Guys, so today I have the pleasure of presenting to you someone that I've been following for a while online. I think it's been maybe five years now that I've been following you. Um, And I've been to your events. I've been to your workshops. And I think I've been like kind of like going to them just to to, to find that that place for me, that community, which is something we're going to talk about. So I want to present to you all um, my friend and my colleague, Ozil de Bastos. Am I saying it correctly? That's perfect. Okay. Where's the last name from, by the way? Uh, it's Spanish. It's Spanish. It's Spanish. But, okay, um, it sounded Portuguese to me. Portuguese, yeah, yeah. Is it Portuguese? It's not. It's actually it's, it's Spanish. Uh, yeah, it's in Spanish. Awesome. So, yeah. so Ozil, you're a podcaster. You're a podcast consultant. You're the founder of Ozil Media. Since the launch of your podcast, No Permission Needed, which I love that title. I love it because I don't need permission from anybody. In in 2017, your show has garnered iTunes coveted new and noteworthy designation. Awesome. As well as a position on Apple's top 50 business podcast list. Wow. Your podcast, No Permission Needed, has an undisputed five-star rating and over one million downloads. Damn. That's super. Super, super, super cool and awesome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's an honor. Somebody who's seen you go from idea to now season six and seeing you everything that you've done with podcasting. It's been, it's it's a true honor. It's been pretty amazing just to see your journney, at least. So proud of you. It's, you know, something that I had been wanting to do for a while, I know, but I think I was just suffering from the imposter syndrome. You know, I do suffer from that because, you know, from my upbringing and all the things that I'm able to do and all the things I have to push myself out of my comfort zone. We all do. I I have to really be super um, committed to me and my vision. And I'm the perfectionist. I want everything to be perfect. I want things to be, um, you know, done at the highest levels. Like my standards are super high in everything that I do. And if I was going to do podcasting, I needed to do that. I needed to have that. But you had a conversation with me one time because I did say this to you one time. I was there um, at one of your workshops and you were like, don't wait. You're not, you're, it's never going to be that way for you. And if you keep waiting and you keep postponing it, you're never going to get to it. And that's something you've always wanted to do. I always, a lot of my clients struggle with this. And I say that ready is a feeling. Right. Uh, People say, "Okay, you know, I I need to be ready. But. Let me backtrack. Ready is not a feeling. It's a decision. Okay. Okay. So when you decide to Mm -hmm. say, hey, I'm going to start this thing, this podcast, this YouTube channel, you are not allowing a feeling to determine the destination. You are allowing that decision to say, I'm going to give myself permission Mm -hmm. to start this thing and put it out there. And the imperfect start and just doing it and putting it out there and see, and then learning as you grow, right? You yeah. can't, you can't grow without getting in the trenches, without getting into the water. So um, it's something, Alicia, that a lot of, and I remember you asking me that question in one oh, of the yeah. live workshops, a lot of <laughs> creators, a, a lot, lot of, of individuals deal with imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I think it's the, it's the idea for me of like, okay, who wants to listen to me? Mm. Who, who, who do I think I am? That I have, you know, things to impart 
too. You know, like who am I to think that this audio platform um, is something that uh, that that needs to be out there for me and for someone to listen to me, my audience, like listeners, like people who want to know, like who am I? Who do I think I am? You know, a and lot, I think it's that feeling. It is, yeah. And again, a lot of creators uh, deal with this this challenge, this mentality. But I always say this, Elise, and as a matter of fact, I shot a video recently, uh-huh. and it was, and, and I'm going to share this with your listeners and yourself, is that you are the medicine. You are the medicine to someone's struggle, someone's challenge. Yes. And I think that we often undermine ourselves and say, mm-hmm. my voice is not capable because I'm unknown or I'm just a local girl living here in Houston. Yeah. Nobody, you know, yeah. how is this going to yeah. have any impact? But you are the medicine. And anybody who's listened to this who's on the fence of starting a podcast, you mm-hmm. can you can help and, and make a positive impact on someone who needs to hear that message, who needs to hear that that personal experience of yours. Because we all have lessons that we've learned. Exactly. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that's everybody something, has a story. Absolutely. And that's the that's the beauty of podcasting, is it it's it gives a platform for an individual voice to make a breakthrough and really make a p- impact on someone else's life. You know, and then when when COVID hit and I closed my store because I had my store for about five years, I I saw it as like the moment that just that kind of just told me, you know, time is fleeing. People are here one day, the next day they're not. And and why am I um, waiting around? Why am I waiting for something or for someone to give me that permission? No permission needed. Mm. Your podcast. Nobody needs to give me permission to get started and get going. Um, but in my mind, I needed to give myself that permission. I needed to tell myself that I was ready and I could do it. And then I didn't have to wait. It wasn't, you said it, the imperfect start. It's, it's perfectly fine. It is imperfect and it's not going to be perfect. And I need to start living with that. But it's something that I just hold myself to. Like for me, if I'm going to do this podcast, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to do it and I'm going to follow through on it and be super consistent with it. Um, I noticed that there's a lot of other podcasters and a lot of women that were starting at the same time as I did. And they haven't published in a long time. And I can understand that because it is sometimes a little bit of a struggle to come up with the content, the ideas, the guests. Um, and so for me, I'm really grateful that you did say that to me a few times. It, it had to be a few times until it finally hit me like, OK, stop it. Stop it with the nonsense. Like you're being so ridiculous. I'm always the one that's boosting people's confidence. Why can't I boost my own confidence? Right. right? Like I'm the hardest person. Like I punish myself the hardest. I you know, I'm the hardest on me. Right. Criticism. I can't even listen to myself sometimes. I can't like stand my voice. <laughs> Maybe you hear that from your um, clients. Do they have that same? I do. So part <laughs> of the, the mental challenge and everything you just said, as far as being challenged by the self-sabotage, mm-hmm. right? Self, you know, the imposter syndrome. Um, the other thing is just, you know, people getting, you know, this is our first time, you know, a lot of people went to broadcasting school and these are we're yeah. creators and, and, mm-hmm. and leaders who are stepping behind the mic for the first time. And we have no skill, really skill set of like how to handle equipment or how mm-hmm. to interview and how to really project the message out into a microphone. Yeah. And, you know, we're listening to ourselves for the first time and it could be very daunting. I actually had a client last year who, uh, who uh, actually had a couple, but this one last year recently who was really struggling with the tone of her voice. She could not stand it mm-hmm. to a point to where mm-hmm. she said, I know I need to edit these uh, episodes, but I can't listen to my voice. Um, and as a matter of fact, those young like this close to quitting because that's how bad 
Um, I think I my voice sounds. That. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we went through some exercises and it was all, it was, you know, the mindset is the game and I was able, and we were able to go through it and I agree. she's now she's, she's crushing it. And now she's embraced her voice and it just takes time. I tell her it just takes time and everybody else's voice and cadence sounds mm-hmm. different, but that's mm-hmm. what makes you unique. Mm-hmm. Like the beautiful thing about uh, yeah. personal branding and voice is that you have to embrace your uniqueness and exploit that for serving others. And once you embrace that voice and you really understand this is my voice, this is my tone, I have a deeper voice, you have a higher voice, mm-hmm. you have a different energy. Mm-hmm. That's what makes Alicia Alicia. Yeah. And that's what makes this other podcaster them. Yeah. yeah. So that's something I, I mean, it's something that it's, uh, it's, it's very challenging for a lot of new podcasters. Yeah, for sure. So when you started your podcast, what was your goal for starting yours? For example, what inspired you to start it? I love that question. So, uh, I spent the bulk of my 20s and even early 30s in music. I was in uh, indie. I was a musician, a singer, okay. songwriter, MC, and rapped in this hip hop live mm-hmm. band. And um, I had a, I struggled, uh, and I saw my father. And really, if you want to peel back um, mm-hmm. the layer a bit, my, I saw my father. He was also super talented musician, singer, songwriter, played all instruments. But I saw this struggling artist. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, where they were hustling, they were working, so talented. And I saw my friends struggle and then I started going through it. Yeah. So I understood early on that to be a successful independent artist or be a successful musician, Mm -hmm. there was many moving parts uh, of having a successful career. That talent was really a small percentage. The other things are branding, marketing. Right. um, Really understanding business, the Mm -hmm. numbers, Mm -hmm. right? Really the business of music. So I fell in love with mute with uh, with the marketing and branding side of, of music. Okay. So I started getting into that world of online marketing and getting into the, you know that's when things were shifting. So once the last band broke up, I wanted to start a podcast mm-hmm. that would help creatives, creative entrepreneurial minded individuals, mm-hmm. help them learn about branding, right. teaching them about marketing themselves and how to build their own you know platform so okay. they can voice and and share it to the world effectively. So that was pretty much the the impetus behind the podcast and I was able to interview a lot of some of the, the most brilliant thought leaders in, in marketing and branding mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and digital marketing etc and uh, it was really just fun just to be able to do that and create a platform for other creatives to learn. Yeah, but you mentioned an entrepreneurial creatives and to me that seems like an oxymoron because <laughs> I know a lot of creative people yeah. that have no idea the how majority. to do anything yeah. or how to set a focus or be disciplined or structured. I feel like a creative always needs sort of a person that's going to and maybe like you, like a coach, like a consultant that can help them and guide them and give them some processes. Because one thing I discovered as a podcaster, I needed to be very um organized. Uh, I'm already an organized person, but this made me even more because I like created bullet points for everything. I scheduled, you know, my, my episodes, um, content made sure that I had enough of, you know, topics for this, this, and this, but if, but I've, I've all, I also have a son who's very creative and for, for him, I mean, everything is all up in the air. And that's something that I've kind of learned about creatives. There, there's so much stuff up in the air. So for you, it's a, it's a nice thing for you to come in and kind of help them, guide them, right? And it's part of your consulting, I'm assuming. Correct. Yeah. One of okay. the, the talents that I discovered early on, Alicia, about myself is that I'm really good 
at spotting talent and I can pinpoint okay. what creators are going through. Okay, like, like a little talent scout, something like that? Pretty much, mm-hmm. yeah. And I've been really mm-hmm. good at that. I remember even locally, I would see <laughs> yeah. I would I would see local bands. Okay. Yeah, I would see local. I'm like, that band oh, is going to blow awesome. it up. That okay. ba- and what? Not 10 times out of 10, they would blow up because I would see something about the band. <laughs> the Simon talent. Cowell of your times. <laughs> there you go. I'll take that. The urban Simon yeah, Cowell. Yeah, of, of your time, of your time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's what I do. And you're right because, you know, a lot of creators struggle with because we, you know, we're naturally generalist. You know, we like to do a lot of things. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and we feel like we can we can do it all and be everything. Mm-hmm. The truth is, we can't. We we could we can be everything. Mm-hmm. But sometimes there's a season. Yeah. For for certain things for you to focus on. So in regards to what the work that I do with podcasting, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, Alicia, you know, and you, I'm glad that you mentioned that to your listeners is that, you know, you're talking about content planning, you know, yes. looking out, you know, reaching out, our guest outreach, uh, your own branding and marketing, mm-hmm. um, creating know, your social creating, media, being behind the microphone, right. doing the research, finding a studio, getting your equipment. 100%. Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. happens is when people start podcast mm-hmm. and you know, what I do is they, they think that it's just basically getting a, a recording device and a microphone and saying, Hey guys, and posting on social media yeah. to have a podcast. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, there's mm-hmm. when you're creating a podcast, you're creating a platform. Mm-hmm. You're creating a show. Yeah. And with that show, there's a lot of moving parts that a lot of people don't see that you have to understand. So that's why I, I'm so very true. You know, I'm very big on that. I know, you know, you took a lot yeah. of the courses and you really yeah. had a good understanding and you're very, it seems like you're very like naturally organized, right? Yeah. Na- so, naturally very much. So I think that, that was person. your superpower. Mm-hmm. So whenever it was just basically getting mm-hmm. that idea mm-hmm. and blended, you know, blended in. My, my problem is being creative. That's my mm-hmm. problem. Really? Yeah. Because my side of the brain works better when it's logical and analytical. Okay. Yeah. Like that's when I'm like my happiest when I'm creating, you know, checklists or, you know, I was a teacher for 17 years. So. So for me, I've oh. everything has always been like a lesson plan. Makes, makes sense. Yeah, curriculum writing, lesson planning, all that. Makes so sense. for me, being creative and having a little more fun and not taking myself so seriously, that's the part that I need to really work on for myself because um, like I, I hold this like a responsibility for my listeners. I need to make sure that whatever I bring to my listeners, mm-hmm. it's worthy of them and worthy of us, of the community that I'm building. A lot of the women that listen to me are women in my age group, you know, 25 to 55. And they're, you know, interested in certain things that are uh, important to them that are, you know, a little bit different in the demo. And am, am, am I, am I, um, giving them enough or am I educating? Am I inspiring? Am I? So for me, it's sort of become like a commitment to them, to my audience. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. I don't Showing know. If that, yeah, if, absolutely. If when you're building up a community, right. you're like, you feel like you're, you're held to the fire. Like, okay, I got to show up for my people, you know, yeah. because they, they are expecting you to release exactly. a podcast episode. So have you mm-hmm. through the podcast, at least I'm curious to know, cause I've seen you yeah. again from the, from the beginning. Um, has <clears throat> this really helped you spark your creative, your creativity? Yeah, as, it really has. And okay. it's sort of um, allowed me to, to, to kind of let go a little bit of um, like, there's conversations that I'm starting to, to bring out of, about me that I would typically, like I mentioned to you, I'm very private about relationships, but I've been bringing on my husband to talk about relationships and how we, you know, we've been married a really long time. And how do you keep it hot and heavy? How do you keep it, you know, sexy and fun and adventurous? And so, so many people want to know about that. But, um, you know, I'm typically a very private girl. I am typically like very much like I'm very protective of my family and my relationships and my kids. 
but you know they always say be more authentic you know be more vulnerable so that's the part that this is kind of helping me to be a little bit more because I'm not very vulnerable like nobody will see me cry ever like that's you that's just me like I'm gonna cry I'm gonna cry in my room under my blankets and nobody's gonna look at me but I I understand the idea of being vulnerable and I always say, you know, vulnerability is a superpower. Mm-hmm. And when you, when, sure you, when you lean into your vulnerability, and I think that's the beauty of voice and podcasting and why people are gravitating towards personal brands behind the microphone mm-hmm. is because personal brands, individuals are, are speaking and being vulnerable and yeah. sharing things that they don't normally share. You know, now you're having celebrities that are playing in our sandbox but they're sharing things that they can't share in, in, you know, major TV in, networks. In, exactly. And people love that. People love that being authentic um, humanization, which I think to me, that's my definition of a personal brand. Mm-hmm. It's humanization of, of reputation. It's the amplification of self. It's, it's you really opening up and mm-hmm. speaking your truth behind a microphone. And I think that's the beauty of podcasting is that people now are being vulnerable and people mm-hmm. accept it and love it. Right. And, and I think that's the part of the reason why yeah. it's growing so, so fast. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's an it's an important um, it's an important platform to inspire and to help people through, you know, even through through the pandemic. I think people were tuning into to podcasting and audio because they needed something that they can relate to and they can continue to to find some sense in the world and some reason for being, you know, and I think audio has become that. And um, let's talk a little bit about communities because that's something that you're really, really um, devoted to and something that I see it's very, it's a passion for you is creating communities, online communities. And that's how I met you through an online community, through the podcast community. Um, And so why is it so important? Why is that like such a big... um, part of your life it it's funny that you're asking me that question because I was thinking about like just the connection because um, community has been part of my my life for for a long time um, ever since even my in my teenage days where I was part of uh, you know breakdancing communities and uh, when I was uh, indie artist I would organize events centered around the musicians that were within the uh, genre mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I would put together shows um, and I was very big on community. So community, and, and, and I've said this term before, you know, community is the new currency, but I think it, to me, it's like, it's the rediscovered currency, meaning that now people are reverting to uh, community. Um, and the brands that get it, the brands that build community on and offline are the ones going to, that are going to win, you know? And I believe that I think what's happened is a lot of brands and podcasters have gotten complacent to the online branding. Mm. And I'm like, there's a whole different world. I mean, it's local. Like you even stepped outside and went local. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, so really get creative and figure out what can you do for your community, you know, in person? You know, how can you bring them people into your ecosystem? And that's been part of my makeup and part of my strategy for a long time, Alicia. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it is, but there's something about me bringing people together, like-minded individuals to give them a platform to share their passion, to also learn. Mm-hmm. and and you know have that support and accountability mm-hmm. in every event or every community that I have hosted that I've organized people always come to me and say thank you for doing this because if it wasn't for this community I would have quit I my agree. podcast a long time ago mm-hmm. as a matter of fact when I started Pod Houston mm-hmm. about four or five years ago four years ago um, there was no podcasting community there, there was a blogging community there was a a, a real like small YouTube community mm-hmm. but um 
didn't, wasn't really consistent. And I was like, where are my podcasters at? Yeah. And I launched my first meetup at Cafe Brazil here in Houston. And I had about 20 people that showed up and people were saying, when's the next one? And when's the next yeah, one? And yeah, then now Pod yeah. Houston has grown. So to me, again, I think community is such an important part in my, and part of my pedigree. And I don't even want to say, dare I say strategy, because I don't use it for, for like any intent to, to make money or to make gain. I can, if I wanted to, but to me, it's like, there's something about bringing people that are like, you know what? You're, you're like me, you know, this is for people like us. Yeah. And there's yeah. something powerful like, about that. You know, but one thing, cause I was a leader of a community for a while. Um, one thing that I noticed was it's, it's, it's a very lonely place to be a leader of a community because you will find yourself many times the only person at a meeting. You will find yourself, um, you know, sending out the messages, hey, come, I've got this, I've got that. And you've got, every, you're offering so much to the community and some of them won't show up or some of them won't come and you get so disappointed, you get so disheartened. Um, I remember setting up like, you know, nice restaurants, nice rooms, making sure that everything was, you know, you know, amazing. And I would only have one person show up. But because my vision and my and my hope to help somebody was so big that I just kept going and kept going and thinking, OK, somebody's going to show up one day. Somebody's going to come one day. But it's a very lonely place. It's a very lonely place to be the leader of a community. It is. But that that audaciousness that that uh, leaning into your leadership is what, um, you know, defines leadership is showing up when you show up, even when nobody's there, when nobody's there. Mm. And you kept it going through, through the, to do through the COVID. I saw, I, I would notice that you would do a lot of virtual, virtual. zooms. Um, and, and <laughs> I was like burned out with zoom. I was burned out within like the, the first two months. I think, I, I think a lot of members of our community, like, because oh. we didn't, we didn't get the attendance. Like I, I expect, but yeah. I think, you know, I, I was talking to a friend of mine. I was like, I just think that people are just done with zoom. No, it was, we were burned <laughs> out. out. Everybody was doing zoom for everything. And so I was like, okay, I'll just wait till they do something in person. <laughs> in person. Cause I can't, I can't be doing the zoom thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for sure. I think, you know, community is so important in developing a community. Um, it takes time. And she I does. think it's it's something that uh, you need also support from somebody and other people. And I know that you do have some support from other, I guess, members that come in and, and, and help you out. Yeah. You know, let's talk a little bit about how you um, how you you speak on personal branding. And I think that's something that that a lot of us in, in the podcasting world, like we see other podcasters, we see what they're doing. But I don't think we ever really consider that there's like a. Um, a component in personal branding. So tell me a little bit about that. I believe, I mean, it's always been part of the success of a podcast, but I think even moving onward and now in 2022, I predict that personal branding is going to be key. Mm -hmm. the, the ones that really understand personal branding are the ones that are going to be successful at podcasting. What I mean by that mm -hmm. is aside from being vulnerable and, and showing up consistently and and creating great content for your audience. Um, people, uh, and they did a study, and, and it, was, it was recent, and I forgot what the study was. It was a quote, too, as well. But they're saying that people don't buy from corporations. People buy from personalities, mm -hmm. from people. Mm -hmm. So podcasters, um, which goes back to, like, embracing your voice, mm -hmm. we have to lean even more into our weirdness, into the things that make us unique. Like you have a very, you know, I was listening to your podcast. You have your vibe. 
Mm-hmm. You, know, you sound different from other uh, podcasters, mm-hmm. you know, your energy. And I think, you know, leaning into that a lot more, I think it's very, it's going to be very important for, for podcasters to really embrace that simply just not saying, okay, well, I'm going to get behind a microphone and I'm going to share the content yeah. and I'm going to teach. It's like, no, no, but we need some personality. We mm-hmm. need some energy because that's how you're going to build from a personal brand. But as I said earlier, Alicia is again, personal branding is, um, you know, it's the humanization of, of your reputation. So displaying more about what you represent, like your values. Okay. You know, share a little mm-hmm. bit more of that on social media. Share about the things that, that really matter to you because that way Pete, your listeners will be able to connect with you in that deeper way. So when you drop an episode and you mention something like, oh, yeah, of course, Alicia yeah, is a uh-huh. family person or yes, yeah, she's yeah. a teacher. You know, so I think, you know, sharing a little bit more of that. Yeah. And I noticed that you say that a few times when I know when I was reading on you, you talk about humanizing the story and it's a word that pops up a lot for you. I say Um, that a lot. Yes, I do. Yeah, you do. You do. But I think it's important that you keep saying it because it helps me to remind myself that I need to humanize every um, episode that I make or because I I will approach it from a teacher's point of view and I'm trying to teach something and and then I become very serious and very professorial. I'm like a professor and I need to step back on that. And so I keep that word in my mind, by the way. You say it all the time. And when you when you talk on um on the podcast, the Facebook, you bring it up a lot and it stays with me because I have to remind myself that everything that I do needs to have that human component. Like I can't, I can't be a robot. I can't be correct. Right. Correct. So for listeners who are starting a podcast or if you are currently podcasting uh, and I share this with my clients all the time, the ums and ahs and it's okay. (laughs) <laughs> it, 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 it's okay. We're not NPR. You know, we're not robots. If you say, you know, kick ass or, yeah. or, or, or curse every now and then, uh-huh. um, you know, it's the, who you are. It's be who yes. you are and let, and, and let that shine because I think that's what people gravitate. And if you think about like some of the biggest personal brands uh, from, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk in the social media yeah. world uh, to the way even um, uh, I forgot his name uh, from Apple. Um, Apple. Yes. Um, oh. Elon Musk, uh, Tesla, Steve Jobs. Oh, my God. Steve How Jobs. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Apple, please. All, all, my, all my fans on Apple, please. Um, I'm I was going to say user. Steve Jobs, but I was I like, no, I don't think my so. Mind went left, right. <laughs> but Steve Jobs did a yeah. fantastic job. So oh, he was a master. He goes back, right, right. So Jeff Bezos, Amazon, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Tesla, you know, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, Apple. And they all have their own different vibe, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, when you, when you, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you hear him speak, that's true. Um, you know, so it's very important and they are who they are. And sometimes people yeah. say, well, they're not that really entertaining. It's like, but they are like that weirdness is what makes them who they are. Yes, and that's what people exactly. are attracted to that. That's exactly what. Yeah. And so I think about that. Like I was going to ask you, if you have any podcasters that inspire you or that you look to as sort of the paradigm that you want to follow. Yeah, not so much of I want to follow, but ones that remind me uh, of just the beauty of individuality, okay. personal branding. You know, I, I really like, you know, um, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk is, I think, is a prime example uh, yeah. in the social media world. Um, I think the, the part of the attraction is not what he says. It's basically it's who he is. Right. right. Very, you know, very bold, very mm-hmm. direct, um, you know, and I think people will like that. Um, big fan of Oprah Winfrey. 
Yeah. You know, I think Oprah Winfrey is somebody who builds a personal brand. Yeah. And she didn't start that way. It, it took some time, but she has a personal brand that's very inspiring, you know? It is. It is. It is. You know, and talking about Gary, I remember when I was listening to him, I always thought his audio was just so bad. You know, Um, and then he would also just have like talks and conferences and that audio, he would just take it and put it in there and didn't even care. (laughs) I was like, you know, that is like so uniquely him that that it gives you an idea like, okay, you know what? You can be recording a workshop and you can just plug in the audio and put it in there. Like you don't have to make it so um, so sit down, record in the microphone. It could be any audio that's out there that you're doing something like he's doing these conferences and he's just plugging in those audios. That's it. And you know, and and even if it's just 12 minutes, he's doing for 12 minutes, he's doing that. And he's break. I mean, you know, a lot of podcast gurus out there will say, Oh, you're, you're breaking one of the Cardinal sins, dude. What are you doing? Like, how how are you, how dare you, you know, post Uh that audio. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm big on audio and I talk about, you know, at least have a good microphone and make sure that you Mm -hmm. sound good. Like Mm -hmm. we're sounding now. Right. Um, Definitely do that. Um, But, you know, there's some times where let's say we are doing a live show somewhere or, or and there's some, you know, there's some loudness in the background or or, you know, give a presentation, and you upload that. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like a personal brand is is being an ambassador to the message and yeah. the message has to be delivered no mm-hmm. matter what. And mm-hmm. we can't get to there's some podcast purists out there. And I used to be one back in the day where it's like has to be this, this, this. this yeah, and that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, let's, let's loosen up. Yeah. Like to me, like, let's just deliver great content. Let's show up. Right. Let's amplify your personal brand. Let's get good vibes, killer vibes. Let's just be who yeah. you are and let's yeah. have great conversations and then right. put it out there and then let the market decide what's good or bad. But you can't tell me that this is, you know, I can't, you know, upload this because it doesn't fit in your framework of what podcasting mm-hmm. is not. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not NPR. This is mm-hmm. not, you know, mm-hmm. well-produced, you know, narrative storytelling exactly. podcast. There's a space for that, but this is not for that. You know, mm-hmm. for that audience. No, for sure. And I think one one thing that I, I, I noticed um, when I was, you know, reading a little bit on this is the idea that um, that whatever we do, that whatever podcast, if we're doing a podcast, if we're writing a book, if we're blogging, that it's very true to you and who you are and what you're doing, because there's a consistency and people are looking for that consistency. Right. They're looking for that that personal, you know, because now when I see Gary, I know it's all over the place, but there's there's nuggets, but that's how Gary's giving it to you, right? So every time you're doing something, you have to be true that it's that it's on brand for you, right? You know, right. yeah, and not just doing it because somebody else is doing it or because you want to copy somebody else's platform or or, or system. It it's not going to be authentic to you and to who you are, right? Yeah, yep. I love, I love that. I think yeah. that's amazing. So, um, you know, you shared an you shared an article recently and I read it and it was really good talking about leadership and talking about community and how it's lonely at the top and only a few people sometimes pay attention. I'm paying attention because I like to read and I like to know what's going on in the podcasting world. If I'm going to be a part of it, I want to be in it. I want to know what's going on. And it's an undersaturated market. So it means that there's not enough of us out there yet. And there's not enough content that's being published on a weekly basis. What do you think about that? Do you see that in your own personal um, field in consulting? As far as like, there's not enough. Yeah. Th- like um, there's not enough people putting out enough, enough content out there. That's yeah. what the, the, the article was mentioning. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I don't think it's, it's lack thereof of content. I think the, the lack of a good quality content. Okay. I think one of the things going back to uh, Alicia, uh, personal branding, 
you know, personal branding is not posting, you know, pictures of your food and posting pictures of yourself, you know, posting, you know, to me, personal branding is really, again, it's an extension of your values and, and what you represent. So can you post a, a reels or a TikTok that's sharing what the vibes by Alicia mm-hmm, lifestyle looks mm-hmm, like? Mm-hmm. Can, you know, can you share, can you give your, your listeners and your fan base one single message for the day? You know, and I think that it's very important to be able to to establish that type of leadership um, mm-hmm. and that type of uh, marketing. Now, to answer your, your question specifically, as far as like why aren't there um, enough of, of podcasters or consultants? Well, well, the article really mentioned that there's there's more people wanting to hear more, yes. and and we're not giving them enough, yes. basically. Yeah, I mean, they're you know they're saying that on an average, there's people. An average listener is listening to seven to eight episodes. I'm sorry, seven to eight podcasts now. So people now have a rotation of yeah, podcasts, which yeah. is interesting. Whereas before it was like maybe one or two podcasts. Now people are like, if you look at my, you know, a feed, I have a few, yeah, uh-huh. you know, podcasts that I listen to. So, um, yeah, I think podcasters, uh, it's going to continue to grow. I still think that it's still a baby. I mean, if you look at, you know, four billion, you know, YouTube. Uh, YouTubers versus podcasting, which I believe has crossed close to a million. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Um, so it's still kind of a baby mm. um, in, in the grand scheme of things in regards to content marketing. So there's still a lot of space. And as you saw the stats there, maybe we yeah. can share that with your listeners. I mean, yeah. podcast listenership is is definitely growing. I definitely want to share that with my listeners yes. because I definitely want them to know. It's, so it says 70% of listeners say they enjoy listening to guest interviews. Yes. 58% of listeners say they enjoy listening to panel discussions, which by the way... I love doing panel discussions. I just it just takes a lot of organizing, but we need to get you on one of one of them. You did a great job with that. Yeah, I love those. Those are amazing, but it takes a lot of work. But we're going to we're going to make it happen. 55% of listeners say they enjoy listening to host banter. That's interesting. Interesting. I get annoyed with host banter and I skip it. Yeah. But it's interesting how some people really enjoy it. People love yeah. you know, comedy and lo- love that stuff. <laughs> Although I'm like a huge Howard Stern fan, and that's Me, all he freaking does. I was going to mention Howard Stern as actually as somebody who I look up to. I he's, do. He's I love Fantastic I, Yeah, and I remember listening to him, and like in one of the worst periods of my life, I was teaching, mm-hmm. and I was teaching in the worst place in the world, and I hated it. But just getting in the car that morning and just driving and just listening to him just like picked me up and made me feel good. And so I think that's the thing that I really want to 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 remember as I'm doing my podcast. I want somebody to kind of click in and say, I, I just can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. that's how I feel about him. I can't wait to hear what he's talking about. And the banter, which, you know, I like the banter with that. Yes. It's a little raunchy, but I still love it. Yeah, that's Howard Stern for <laughs> and um, OK, so more than half of the listeners will listen. Fifty seven percent will listen to podcast podcast episode multiple times yes. and so that's going to lead me to ads and i want to uh, talk to you about monetizing i want to talk about adding uh sponsors or or patreon or patrons i mean tell me a little bit about that and do you suggest or do you recommend something like that yeah, i think early on uh i was able to monetize my podcast within six months through affiliate marketing so i aligned okay. myself around or aligned myself with uh it was just one company it was a hosting company and it was a web hosting company. And okay. I, I know my audience. Right? Mm-hmm. They were creative entrepreneurs. They're building online platforms. So I um, did an affiliate marketing deal with a hosting company and said, hey, listen, if you are, I, I know that you are building an online brand. 
and you need a website. So if you need a website, head over to hostgator.com forward slash. And I would give an affiliate code. And I was making like $150, $200, sometimes $250 a month. Okay. Right out the gate. Um, and it was actually within three months um, I started pulling that that, that uh, lever and I started making money. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was that through affiliate marketing. Now, um, fast forward to you know 2021 and 2022 when this comes out. Now you're you're, you're there's a Patreon and there's a lot of crowdfunding type of things. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I think that's a great way to experiment. I think if you're a podcaster, if you're a creator, now is the time to be experimental. Experiment, try things out. Mm-hmm, the ones mm-hmm. that succeed, Alicia, are the ones mm-hmm. that are just speed and execution. Speed and execution. Yeah, yeah. I think that you know, I'm and a, executing is the hardest hard, thing for so many people, especially for people like us yeah. that overanalyze, overthink over-analyze. it. Yeah, but. What I've seen even in my clients, and mm-hmm. I'm like, why are certain people like crushing? It's like they have a good podcast too, but why are they crushing it? And why is this person struggling? And and I started kind of breaking down, like you know, and really looking at habits and looking at like just mm-hmm. paying mm-hmm. attention to mm-hmm. what they're doing, people are doing. And I'm like, I get it. Yeah. The ones, and you see this in business too. Yeah. The ones that are successful, whether in business or creating a, a successful online brand, are the ones that are quick at implementing executing but quick it. Mm-hmm. and even if they look like a mm-hmm. fool like when mm-hmm. they're doing it mm-hmm. the fact that they're willing to execute and implement quickly they can fail faster and then they right. can go ahead and shift and right. those are the ones that are really moving the needle i agree and it's in business and podcasts and anything All that you that. do in life it's um you know one thing that i always talk about in 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 my business episodes is like everybody's always stuck on you know the idea I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. But they never end the strategy and what they're Mm going to do, but they never execute. They never actually do it. They think about it and they, they go over it and they, you know, make up ideas, more ideas in their head, but then they never execute it. So guess what? If you don't execute it, it doesn't matter if you have that idea in your head. That's right. It goes back to what I was saying earlier. Ready is a decision. Mm -hmm. It's deciding that, look, I'm going to start. I don't have all the answers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Because to me, what's powerful, Alicia, is is not the information, but it's demonstration. Mm -hmm. Demonstration Mm -hmm. over information. I love 1, that. 1,000%. If you, you make t-shirts, you have a lot of I, 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 I know, I'm, I'm dropping some. I don't know if it's the coffee I had <laughs> okay. earlier or the water. I love it. Or maybe this <laughs> she space vibe. Something's happening here. Something. <laughs> we got this recorded, so I'm about to go back and make t-shirts. But, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah. It goes back to what you're yeah. saying. I mean, 1,000%. It's it's all about just executing. Right. And so, for, so part of it is, for me, you know, the next step in my podcast is what what is it that I want next? Like, what is it that I want for it to to because for me, the hardest thing is the marketing and promoting it. I'm so horrible at self-promotion. Like, it's so hard for me. I'd rather just put the content out and just hope somebody's listening. But that's really stupid. I have to be intentional about promoting it and making sure that it's 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 authentic to me. And, and, and honestly, even like if I put it on social media, I look at every single post that gets on my social media. I need to make sure that it's, you know to me, authentic to me. Right. And not just posting it just because I have to post it or, you know, I, 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 I hate doing that. I hate it. One of the things that I plan on experimenting with in 2022, um, cause I'm relaunching no permission needed. It's going to take a different direction. Um, okay. So yes, you're relaunching. All I'm right. A little, a little exclusive there. It's going to be coming out in February. Okay. I don't have a date deadline yet, but I'm going to set a deadline pretty soon. So relaunching it. Okay. Um, 
But one of the things that I have been talking to some of my buddies of mine who have been experimenting with this, say, hey, you really got to get on this, is is podcast advertising within the podcast apps. So oh, interesting. Yes, you can okay. pay two, three hundred dollars. Right. It's not a lot. I mean, let's face it. When you are launching any platform, mm-hmm. you know, you have to have mm-hmm. you have to think about you, you're building a platform here. So yeah. invest in some type There's of There's investment that has to, to be in there business. always. Yeah. You know, and that's one thing that I'm going to get to. So remind me if, if I miss. Yeah. This. Yeah. I'm going to um, write a note. Yeah. So. Uh, so podcast advertising is not expensive. I think you can do it on overcast and you can go on different categories. So like business. I think a buddy of mine did one on travel. He did. He has a travel podcast, and I think he spent mm-hmm. like two hundred and fifty dollars. And now he's at, at a million downloads. Um, wow! So because he just got you know advertising, and they started placing his podcast in front of people that love travel. So I think Overcast is one, and I think there's some other ones that are out there. I'll send you the list. But yeah, okay. so podcast advertising within podcast apps is kind of a thing that I want to play with. And I've seen um, some of my friends do that are having some success. Should we wait until we have the downloads to start looking for sponsors or asking for sponsors to to jump on board with That's us? That's a great question. Okay, so I have this method that I share with all of my content creators, mm-hmm. okay, and even my clients. Mm-hmm. I think I've shared this before with you. Uh, it's called the BAM method. Okay. Okay, B-A-M, like BAM. Mm-hmm. And it stands for brand. Audience, monetize, mm-hmm. monetize, monetization. Mm-hmm. So you do that in that order. Okay. And that's how you build a successful brand online. You build brand, which, you know, vibes mm-hmm. by Alicia mm-hmm. and you got one. Building it, building You're it, building working it, on it. Right? Now you develop an audience. Mm-hmm. You can't monetize and make money without an audience. Right. Because what's going to happen is these sponsors are going to look at what do your download numbers look like? Mm-hmm. Normally, sponsors will look at 30 days. So they'll say, what are your download numbers on a 30 day basis? Yeah. And they look at that number and then they base it on um, client per acquisition. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. So uh, a buddy of mine has a podcast that's centered around Porsche. So, right. It's a a very expensive, you know, you know, Porsche vehicles are very expensive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to get, if a client bought something apart, uh, Porsche part, it would be very pricey. So they will look at it and be like, okay, cool. I'll pay you $5,000 because if one person uh, buys this product, it's, you know, 10,000 or whatever. And it makes sense. Right. Right. So they'll look at like how much the product costs or service costs. And then they'll go and look at your overall 30 day period download numbers and then decide. Okay. Can you go early? Yes. I mean, you did. I mean, you started early on, you mm-hmm, know, I think, it, mm-hmm. I think it's because you nailed your brand. You did a fantastic job nailing your brand, conveying the message. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there was a sense of, of, of professionalism, like you're very professional. So I yeah. think that was the attraction, right. Mm-hmm. Of, of sponsoring, you know, attracting. Well, yeah, I, I did. And I it tried to create some credibility in, in right. what I do That's and right. like actually, giving my sponsors, you know, some sort of, and I give back to them, by the way, I do videos for them. I create content for them. It's not just on the box and not just on the description. Like I'm giving them something, Mm -hmm. um, and sharing promo codes, all that sort of thing. And, and I'm learning as I go along, by the way, because to me, um, it's not something that comes natural to me is to ask people to sponsor and to be a part of it and to join in on the, on the journey. Right. I'll tell you what, though, and for our listeners, if you're a a business owner, entrepreneur, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think podcasting is super underrated for 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 marketing and podcast advertising. I think that if I was a local business, right, I would totally go to Apple search engine 
look up the podcasts that are centered around my niche and mm-hmm. reach out to them and say, hey, let me pay you two hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, don't I mean, you don't have to break the bank, but some money where you're saying, oh, how many downloads? Cool. You got, you know, uh, 200, 300 uh, targeted listeners that could potentially buy my product. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would go that route versus getting an ad on a, on, on a local magazine or going which on a nobody even looks at and throws away and, or and they're not even, super yeah. expensive mm-hmm. okay so i just think that now i think as as an uh, a business owner as as somebody who's it looking makes for advertising so much more sense go to podcasts yeah i think there's such an underrated market there yeah and that's the conversation that i had with shivana one day and she says because people will go back and if 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 they have an ad and they think about oh i do need that they can always go back and re-listen to it as opposed to when you're watching a commercial on tv and it's just gone either you have a dvr you can go back to it but it's not there anymore and it's going to be gone and that's the value the roi is just so it's amazing it's amazing right right? it's evergreen and only that but you you pulled up those stats earlier reading about Mm how how what was it 56 percent um listen to the podcast multiple times yes come on now i mean that that right there multiple times super powerful not only that i think there's a a number there and i forgot what the percentage alicia but i think it's like in the 60s or 70 percent um can't think about it right now um it's somewhere on the line but how podcast listeners are more willing to make a purchase from a podcast host. Yeah. And the percentage. 57%. 57%. Podcast I mean, listeners are actively listening to ads, support their favorite podcast That's solid. Hosts. That is solid. Agree to listening to ads is important to support their favorite podcast hosts. That is a big number. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so as a, I mean, which is a reason why a lot of advertisers are pouring billions, do, I mean, billions into podcast advertising and podcast networks are emerging. Large media companies are emerging. Why? Because now the big dogs are here. And businesses, yeah. big companies, small companies are now looking to podcasts to advertise their right. products and services. To me, it makes the most sense in the world because honestly, I don't, I'm the, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a binger. I love binging yeah, on podcasts. And so when I'm on there and I'm listening to something, it, re, I, it stays with me. Right. And then I buy something based on that, you know, me too. And, and I do it and it's like, I'm thinking about it. I leave, I leave the, the podcast episode and then I'm like, oh, I know there was something on there that I want. Yeah. And so I always go back and yeah. just re-listen. So that's something that definitely people should definitely be considering and just talking about and just something that, um, you know, that it's a good little nugget of information in your head. Because for me, like, that's where I want to go next. It's something that I've really committed to. I've even considered maybe finding somebody to help me find um, opportunities to be a podcast guest, you know, because also that's another way to promote and to market yourself. I think, right? No, you're, you're, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah I think uh, that's another a tactic that, that I share with this. Let's like, go back investing. to the conversation of investing. Investing. Okay. Yeah. Cause you said you wanted to talk about invest. Yeah. To invest in your, in your podcast. Yeah. Okay. So you're so, serious. You're serious about podcasting. You should be investing in, in it. Investing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We spend money on it. I pay money for my, <sighs> for my editor. <laughs> I pay money for my studio. Like it's money that you are spending and you have to be very serious Thank, about it. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. I mean, me. you don't have to, but if you, I, for me, I will do it because this is important to me. Here's, here's the thing. Here, here was uh, the game changer for me is treat your podcast like a business. And I got that advice from a YouTuber who was, who had a very successful YouTube channel. And I was like, man, I'm like, you're, you're crushing. And I was looking at his numbers and 
he's making you know ten thousand a month passively you know from from youtube uh-huh um and i was like you know you're crushing it man you're doing amazing he goes what what's like what what changed for you mm-hmm. like you know because mm-hmm. I, I i flirt with uh, youtube i'm like i just you know i know th- I, I know the platform i know there's money to be made i know you could build a real audience there but what was the game changing mm-hmm. strategy and he's mm-hmm. like man I stopped looking at it like just me posting videos as a hobby. Mm-hmm. I looked at it like a business mm-hmm. and every video is my employee. Oh, interesting. Ooh. Every employee, every video has a purpose. Okay. Every video is going to do something. And guess what? Just like a business, some of those employees ain't going to work out. Some mm-hmm. of those may not hit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but there's going to be a few that are going to land. They're going to be rock stars and those make me money. So I continue to show up and create valuable high quality videos that are going to mm-hmm. serve my community and when he told me that and i got to see his numbers yeah and really dissect what he was doing i'm like okay that's dope like that that's the same thing with podcasting and i've seen it with my clients and i've done it myself that when podcasters invest in coaching invest in masterminds invest in in themselves like mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. those are the ones that end up winning mm-hmm. period that's it. I mean, I, I see, I've seen it 10 times out of 10. Yeah. And so, I think it's because important. it also keeps you accountable. You, it holds you accountable yeah, because up. if you're spending money on this and you're spending, um, you know, you're dedicating your time to it, it right. really holds you accountable. Yes. You don't, I'm not going to waste it. I won't be wasting that money. I won't be wasting that time. I'm not wasting this space. Like for me, the space here, even, you know, as a member here, mm-hmm. I utilize it as much as I can. I bring people in and I do conversations here. We do. And so you do one-on-one coaching. So let's talk a little bit about that. And if you have a promo code that you might want to share or what you want to do for 2022, I mean, what do you want to offer? Yeah. So, um, ozilmedia.com is the website and you can just email me, just email me and the, the course, I don't think I mentioned this yet. Um, I'm actually doing a promo right now Um, when this comes out, it'll be out. Um, it's called podcast seven W. So it's podcast coaching premium one-on-one podcast coaching with me. Uh, if you're local, you know, we can meet or virtual. Um, it's a seven week coaching program where I'll take you from idea to completion, launching the podcast, uh, going over my method, the brand, helping you understand your audience and where okay. they're, they're hanging out at mm-hmm. and then giving you a, a monetizing, you know, a monetizing uh, strategy and a marketing strategy. I feel like there should be a, another end there. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a monetizing in the marketing. Uh, and I help you from from uh, from there and showing you all that. So it's much more than just equipment. It's really kind of digging deep and figuring out who you're going to serve, your purpose and your brand. So I have that. That's really cool. Um, so I already signed up a, a few clients. So that's going really, when really well. When does that start? Uh, the beginning of uh, the new year, uh, January, okay. January okay. 21st. Yeah. January and it's 21st. all on your website. So people so can look it up. It's all on the website. Okay. You can just reach out to me. And if they want to sign up, yes. it's on there. Let me know you listen. You know, you listened, you uh, listened to Alicia's. Here. Okay. Yeah. And I'll give you a discount for sure. Very yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. So yes. where else can people find you besides um, your website? You're on Instagram. On You're Instagram, on TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 try, I'm, I'm trying to do all the things, Alicia. You got, I'm on, to be, you got on TikTok before I did. Oh, I, can't, oh, you got on TikTok. I can't do it. No, no. I'm still no, okay. but you're on it. I'm not. I haven't been. I was active for about three weeks and oh, then now okay. I kind of dropped off. And that's one thing that I, I do want to share with your listeners. I want to share with you, Alicia, that one of the things, and we talked about this before we press record, that one of the... Um, my intentions for 2022 is to, it's just one word, simplicity. Mm. And I just want to focus on, on my coaching, one-on-one coaching, okay. uh, serving Pot Houston and Vid Houston and, and continue with, with organizing events where other people can learn and support each other. 
Um, and then just being able to, to focus on my podcast, which is going to be not related to podcasting. It's going to be centered more towards like self-growth and, um, it's called, it's no permission needed. And the tagline is own your zeal, mm. you know, because I believe that when people mm. live in their zeal, when people own their zeal, um, they're living mm. a lot of meaningful life. So I'm going to have different topics. So, so own your vibe, own your vibe with the least. I feel like I'm getting an exclusive. I'm, this is, I have not mentioned this to anybody. <laughs> I, I have a feeling it's an exclusive It's here. not a feeling. It's the, it's the truth. I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, own, own, you know, own your vibe with the least. Yeah. Yeah. Own your health, <laughs> own your entrepreneurship. Yeah. So I'm going to have different topics, seasonal, right? I'm going to do seasonal 12 love episodes. It. And I'm really, really excited because I've been coaching for like yes. the last two to three yeah. years, but I've missed doing this and yeah. I'm looking forward to just being able to share and uh, provide value to my community. Yeah, I can imagine. I can no imagine how that's, how that's going to be really impactful Excited. and powerful for people who are looking to do that. I get people asking me all the time, like, what should they do? What should they do? I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, I could give you a list of things, but it's, it's, you know, all over the place. As far as podcasting? <laughs> I should, yeah, I should, yeah, I should definitely put it down in like a real serious but, format. And but just, but it's it's a lot, but you know it's a lot. It is, so I get this lot. all the time. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of DMs like, hey, Ozil, what microphone should I buy? I'm like, bro, it, I'm it, like, that's the wrong question. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like we need to go dig deeper into that. But I get it. I mean, those are people, there's people out there that are just, just want to start and just want to just get a microphone. I mean, I get it. I mean, I, I've been there and done that. But yeah. when it comes to podcasting, if you're listening to this, know that there's a lot of moving parts. Mm -hmm. And whether you get coaching or join a mastermind, find someone who's been doing it, mm -hmm. like at least somebody mm -hmm. who's been in the trenches, and really take a deep dive of why you're doing it, who you're serving, and what does your strategy look like to that sustain so that podcast. That is so important because on difficult times, you'll go, always go back to your why. You know, when mm. I couldn't find a guest for something or when I got somebody to cancel me and then I was so disappointed and sad because I had a why I was able to push forward and move on because um, I, I, I didn't become obsessed about that person not showing up or that person canceling or somebody doing something, you know, that 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 didn't fulfill a commitment for me. But my why always stays with me. Now, you know, uh, inspiring and teaching is what I want to do. That's that's what I was going to ask. It's to inspire and to teach and to give people those those ideas that maybe they can elevate their life. What is it that they still need to, to move on to the next level? Why does that matter to you? It matters to me because I look for that myself. I want to be inspired. I need to see how I can elevate my own life. I feel that if people are not... Um, I number one, I think everyone needs to have somebody that they can look up to and, and look as, you know, inspiration and to hold on to. All of us need something to hold on to. I'm not a religious girl. I'm not I'm not I don't even go to church, but I have something that I hold on to. I have things that I hold on to communities that I hold on to. Right. That's for me. Listening to the radio, listening to audio is what holds me. It's what pushes me. It's what motivates me to keep going because I see how somebody's doing it. And damn it, if I want to do that too. Wow, I'm inspired. I can inspire somebody. Like that to me is what keeps me going. That's my why. That's my focus, you know, and just being there for someone. High five. Like, <laughs> killer, killer, killer vibes in the I house. I feel like I just had like a therapy Man, session. that was deep. I feel like you just gave me like a little therapy oh session. My microphone was on fire. That was beautiful, Alicia. Thank, Thank you, you for, for being that. here. I really appreciate you. It's I've been pleasure. wanting to have you on. I just needed the right opportunity and the right conversation for us. And I think it was just uh, the type of thing that I feel my audience would definitely, definitely love to. All about to divine hear. timing. And it's been a true honor yeah. just to be. I mean, I can't believe we blew 
close to an hour. I this know. is so we much could fun. I think we could talk forever. We can. <laughs> and uh, Elise, I just want to let you and your listeners know, thank you so much for just giving me the space. Thank if you. you're listening to to listen to this podcast episode and of course for you for giving me the opportunity to share with your audience and just Love to that. be across from you uh, and just let you know that once yeah. again, I tell you this all the time. I'm so, so proud of you. Thank to you. See your accomplishments. like so, my godfather. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> godfather. Somebody told me the podfather. Like, that's a big word. Oh, the podfather. podfather. There you go. I'll take it. But thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate you. And everybody, please work. follow Ozeal. Go over there and look it up and see what's going on at I'm Instagram. You're very popular mm-hmm. on Instagram, on Facebook. You're huge on Facebook. Ozeal. Please, yeah, go on there. And if you have any other conversations that you want us to have and maybe to talk about let me know you guys know how to find me at vibes by alicia on instagram you can also find me at my personal account at think underscore chick and i can't wait for for you all to let me know what you're thinking send me some feedback and send me some ratings guys i would love to hear it thanks so much thanks ozio